Come Holy Spirit. We entrust ourselves to your infinite mercy and just give you permission to do what you desire to do. Lord, illuminate these scriptures for us. We pray that you would make our minds and hearts and souls fertile soil, that your word may bear great fruit. Convict and console our hearts, Lord. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Do you want more in your relationship with God? Do you, de- do you desire more in your relationship with the Lord? And hopefully that answer is a pretty clear yes, otherwise you wouldn't be here. And today we're looking at this passage of the call of St. Peter. And this passage can be for us like a microcosm of the beginning of the life of discipleship, of diving into more with the Lord. So I just want to walk through this and for us to be thinking to ourselves, like, where are we on this journey? Where are we? So it says the crowds were pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, and he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and there were two boats there. One of these boats belonged to Simon, Simon who would later be named by Jesus Peter. So a little bit of context to this is that Andrew and Simon, they had met Jesus already. If you read the beginning of John's gospel, you see John the Baptist is preaching, and his disciples are there, and two of his disciples specifically are Andrew and John, two of the first apostles. And, and John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God, and he walks by, and Andrew and John follow him. And then Andrew goes get Peter, and he's like, Hey man, something cool happened. I think I was hanging out with the Messiah. Come check it out. So then Andrew brings Peter over, he meets Jesus for the first time. And so clearly at that, that first encounter with Jesus, Peter didn't leave everything and follow him. It's important for us to, to kind of understand that. Sometimes we're like, well, gosh, like, man, I haven't like dropped everything yet. I haven't figured it out. I mean, in the Bible, like it just happens like that, right? Like, come on, what's wrong with me? But Peter had encountered Jesus in some way and, and, and still went about his daily life. And so he goes fishing. And as a fisherman, he's a professional fisherman. He's been fishing all night long. The best time to go fishing in this place at that time. All night long he's been fishing and he didn't catch anything. And it says afterwards, he's cleaning the boat and cleaning his nets. Now, I don't know, a lot of people in South Louisiana go fishing, but not many people, I guess here in Baton Rouge, are like professional fishermen. And it's an exhausting job. To be out there all day or all night or whatever it is, and when you come back and you're cleaning your stuff up, that, that's the last thing you want to do is talk to anybody or for anybody to ask anything of you. You want to get home, get something to eat, and crack. And so then Jesus is preaching, and this is what he does. He comes get in his boat. I'm trying to imagine if I'm Peter, right? I'm like, hey, hey, hey. 
I know we met the other day, and that was pretty cool. But hey, man, get out of my boat. <laughs> okay? Just got finished fishing all night long. I just cleaned it, and you put your dirty feet in it. Okay? <laughs> get out of my boat. And then Jesus asked him something initially simple. Hey, let, let's just put out a little bit. Let's just put out in the water just a little bit. So there's something in Simon at this time, something in Peter, that he's like, okay, just a little bit. So he puts the boat out a little bit, and and it allows Jesus there to speak and to teach the crowds instead of everybody just pressing in upon him. So in that moment, Peter is able to have like, this closer relationship with Jesus. And also in a real sense, Jesus is using Peter's life to touch other people. I mean, he just said yes a little bit, like, hey, just put the boat out here a little bit. And and Peter's boat in a real sense is his livelihood. I mean, it's symbolic of his entire life in a very real way, how he provided for himself, his family, maybe his identity is caught up in being a fisherman. And so he let Jesus into his life and said, okay, Lord, I'll give you control a little bit. Like you can have a little bit. And he's growing in relationship with him in this moment. And in a real way, we need to see that Jesus is using Peter's life to reach other people. So so Peter's kind of like, okay, I can take my nap later. This is kind of cool. But then... Then Jesus looks at him and he says this, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Again, if I'm Simon, I'm like, okay, hey man, you got in my boat, right? You dirtied my boat again. We put it back out here. Like we went a little bit and this has been pretty neat. I'm not going to lie. Like you said some pretty cool things, kind of ringing in my heart a little bit. I see that you're moving the crowds here. Fantastic, but you want to go fishing? You're a carpenter, okay? From Nazareth, all right? Again, I don't, I don't know how much you fish, but I get a chance to go fishing a little bit. When I fish with people who fish a lot, like I grew up fishing on False River, uh, and then a few times a year I get to, get to go out on the coast. And when I go with someone who, who fishes a lot, if you've ever been like with a professional fisherman especially, the last thing you want to do is tell them, when and where and how to fish. Like, you, you don't want to do that. You're going to get left. <laughs> You're like, okay, we're going to just, you can just jump out the boat right now, or you can not get in the boat, because you don't tell me what to do. I'm the captain. I do this for a living, okay? Go back to LSU and do your priest thing, right? Like, don't tell me where to go. So Jesus is telling Peter, this professional fisherman, how to fish, and where to go. And I can imagine interiorly, you know, Peter, he, he seems to be pretty nice here. He's like, uh, master? <laughs> like calming himself, I imagine. We've worked hard all night and have caught nothing. Like, we, we did this at the best time and nothing happened. And I wonder if in that moment there was just a pause. And Jesus was just looking at him eye to eye just looking at him. And Peter is like, so 
like, you're, you're serious about this, I guess. You know, like interior, like, like, you're not kidding around. And he's thinking, do I throw him out the boat? <laughs> like, what do I do? And for us, right, maybe in our life that we've invited the Lord in, like the Lord kind of like got into our boat, maybe we weren't ready for it. And he's like, hey, just give me a little bit. Just do this little thing for me. And then it moved us, and we're like, wow, this is incredible. And maybe even God has borne fruit in someone else's life because we said yes. But then that's where we're comfortable. Like, hey, Lord, let's stay right here. Let's go back home, get something to eat, and just chill. But maybe he's asking you, maybe he's asking me, hey, let's go deep. put out into the deep water and lower our nets. Maybe we're like Peter, just looking at him like, say you're joking, right? Change your mind. Maybe, maybe I'm just going to tell you no. But what does Peter do? He says, but at your command, I will lower the nets. But at your command, I will lower the nets. So they go out into the deep, and they lower the nets, and there's a miraculous catch. So much so that it is, it is clear to Peter, there's something different about this man. And in that moment, Peter went right from struggling with his pride like, who are you to tell me, the carpenter from Nazareth, to tell the fishermen here when and how to fish? Who are you to, to ask something like this of me in my life? But then he does it, and oh my gosh, miraculous fruit. So at that moment, there's this conversion in Peter. And this is what happens in our life, like when the Lord is really asking us to take a step into the deep and we're afraid and we don't know what to do. If we say yes, many times the Lord shows up, especially at the beginning, because he's trying to teach us like, hey, just trust me. Just trust me. And we put out into the deep and then, then there's this moment like, will we recognize, will we get on our knees like Peter? Peter hits his knees. Lord, depart from me, for I'm a sinful man. In this moment of conversion, because of the encounter with Christ and what he has done, and then at that moment, there's, there's been a deep enough movement, a deep enough conversion, this confession of sin in Peter's life, that he's like, okay, seriously, I thought I had it figured out. Lord, where do you want me to go? And what does he do? Jesus tells him, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Right? Because that's, that's, if we really get down to it, when, when Peter's in the boat and we're in the boat and Jesus is saying, put out into the deep, maybe on a human level it's like, oh, Lord, I'm tired. Oh, Lord, I'm busy. Oh, Lord, I have all these things I got to do. I mean, come on, Right? But if, but if we get past the surface of that, what's really under that is like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, Lord, that I might be embarrassed. 
I'm afraid that I might fail. I'm afraid that I might be rejected if I say yes to whatever you're asking of me. I'm afraid. So Jesus says, be not afraid. From now on, you will be catching men, right? You will be catching men and women for what? For the kingdom of God. So if you say yes to this life with me, then you will be doing the greatest work ever. And it says, And they brought their boats to the shore, and they left everything and followed him. They brought their boats to the shore, and they left everything and followed him. When we come to this encounter with Christ on a level in the deeper parts of our heart, then, then this is ultimately what Jesus is asking for us. He starts with just a little bit, but he wants it all. <laughs> he starts with just a little bit to gain our trust, but he really wants everything, right? And, and here's the thing. You cannot outgive God. What they, it says they left everything and followed him. What they gained is everything and more. Because they gained Christ, who is God himself. There is no greater treasure. None. Now what, now what does this mean? What does this leaving everything and following Christ mean? Well, it means something a little bit different for all of us. I mean, certainly a family, you know, you can't be like, okay, Jim, John, Jenny, I know you're seven, five, and three, but I'm rolling out, okay? I'm selling the house. Selling the car, go along, the park is over there, you'll meet some other family, everything will be fine, all right? <laughs> and that's, that's not how it works. But it's ultimately surrendering control. Okay, Jesus, you, you can get in my boat. You can get into my life. And you can tell me to go and where to throw my nets whenever and however you want to. You can tell me how to spend my time. You can tell me how to relate to people in my family. Lord, you can tell me how to spend my resources. Like, it's, it's yours. It is yours, Jesus. And when we do that, we come to life. When we do this, we come to life. Because the Holy Spirit begins to live the life of Jesus within us. So hopefully you came today to Mass wanting more. I want to invite you to go home and pray with this gospel passage, every single line of it. And just ask the Holy Spirit, look, where am I on this journey? Am I just hanging out on the shore right now? And Jesus hadn't even gotten into my boat yet, or is he in my boat the first time? Is he asking me for a little bit? Is he asking me for a lot? What am I going to do? What am I going to say? How do I respond to him? Let us pray for the grace to be like Peter, maybe to wrestle with Jesus a little bit, you know, maybe under our breath to be like, crazy, crazy. But then ultimately to surrender. Ultimately, to be not afraid.
put out in the deep and to leave everything and follow him. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. And they brought their boats to the shore. They left everything and followed him.